We have to endure. Now, before you get scared and go home and think that I'm going to preach you into a depression, hold your, hold your thoughts there because I promise you this sermon is not going to preach you into depression. I hope it sends you home shouting. I hope it sends you home with a dance in your, in your heels and a shout in your hands. And all week long, you think about what God is getting ready to do. But in order for God to do that, we have got to endure. We have got to understand. So that's where Hebrews chapter 12 comes in. It repeats this theme of endurance over and over again. Endure, endured, enduring, endurance. He just says it over and over again. If there is a common theme to to Hebrews chapter 12, it is the, the chapter, just like chapter 11 is the chapter of faith, this is the chapter to tell the saints to persevere. This is the chapter that tells us to endure. Now, endurance is a strong word. It's a tough word. A word that separates the weak from the strong. Endurance is a quality that escapes most of us in modern times. We're not used to that word. As a matter of fact, we don't even like that word. We like words like instant. We like words like easy button. You know, we like those kind of words. We, but, you know, we have celebrity weddings that last for 72 hours. We have microwaved meals and Instacart and grocery delivery at the front door. We have digital currency and, 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 and instant is the, bud, the buzzword of convenience. And that's kind of how we've been programmed to think. And we have every comfort imaginable, but we must also, in the midst of all of those nice amenities, the church of the living God have to keep our faith. We have to be strong to the end. We have to cross the finish line with vigor and rigor and faith and strength. We cannot be weak at the end. This is our finest hour. This is not the time we stop praying and leave churches and get our feelings hurt. That is for babies. That's not what warriors do. That's not what saints do. That's not what Christians do. That's not what the committed does oh that's for people that really didn't take up their cross and follow him but those who have taken up their cross those who have who've made up their mind those who've had a touch from heaven on their life they are determined to hold out to the end they are the ones who will endure you know we struggle sometimes through to get through a two-hour worship service but Moses stayed on the mountain for 40 days in the presence of God. That's endurance. God give, will give us a dream, and the first time we get let down, we'll abandon the whole dream. But Joseph was given a dream. He was framed and blamed and forgotten, thrown in a pit, sold into slavery, went to prison, but never gave up on his dream, and it came to pass whenever he never gave up on his dream. 17 years later, it came to pass. We miss one promotion, and we give up and get in the dumps and, and go get the blues and have to go to a counselor and talk to him after missing one promotion. But David was anointed king.
king at the age of 10, and he had to wait 32 years to become the king. He got his, he got his anointing at 10. He became the king at 42 is when he became the king and fought battles in between. See, some people look down on other people who are going through something. But can I tell you something? I don't want to, I don't want to get advice from somebody who's never been through anything. You show me your scars, I'll listen to you. When somebody's going through something, what we don't realize is God is probably making them into something. God is remolding them into something. The fact that they're going through something does not mean that they've lost favor. It doesn't mean they've done anything wrong. It doesn't mean they've lost, they're out of the will of God. Do you think David was in God's will on the battlefield when he killed Goliath? Oh yes he was. And Daniel was in God's will in the den of lions and the Hebrew boys was in God's will in the fiery furnace and Jesus was in the will of the Father on the cross. Oh sometimes it's painful to be in God's will. Sometimes you're waiting in God's will. Sometimes you're wondering in God's will. Sometimes you're hurting in God's will. Just because you're down doesn't mean you're not blessed. And just because you're down doesn't mean you're not favored. And just because you're down doesn't mean your story is going to end that way. Just because you're down, hang in there. Hold the fort. Keep pressing on and God will come through. Hallelujah. Everybody that's been through something and knows what I'm talking about, put your hands together right now and give God praise in his house. I just want to say thank you to all of our ministry partners who help us take the gospel around the world and train pastors and leaders around the world. Because of you, we have been able to do so much for the kingdom and expand the kingdom of God. Uh, I was able to train over 5,000 church planters just in the country of India alone. We've worked all through Africa as well as Europe. Uh, every year I go to Romania and train pastors and we've trained hundreds of pastors there in, in Romania. We've graduated over 3,000 pastors from programs, certificate programs, just in Central America. Uh, our teams and our, the young men and women that I've taken on the field with me, numerous uh, young ministers who I just want to give them experience and, and uh, help them to get their feet wet in ministry. We have gone around the world spreading the gospel and none of this is possible without you. I just want to say thank you for your continued support, whether it's a one-time donation of any size or whether it is a, a monthly donation that you've decided to partner with us uh, monthly. I just want to say thank you for that. And for those of you that are looking for ways to give to this ministry, because it is a good seed to sow in and we're doing things around the world, here's a screen that would tell you some easy ways that you can give to this ministry. But once again, I just say thank you from the bottom of my heart and from all of those lives that you are changing. It is my honor to be your ambassador to the world. So verse one says this, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Now, he gives us an illustration here so that we would understand it. He gives us a marathon race 
as the application. So how do we finish strong? Well, he gives us a marathon. Now, my neighbor's name is Bob, and Bob is a marathon runner. It's, he's quite intimidating. I mean, he looks like an athlete. He acts like an athlete. And every time you see him, he's running. I wonder if I never see him in his car. He's running everywhere he goes. And one of the reasons is, is because I've, I can run a 5K. I can do that, but I can't run what he runs. He runs 100Ks. He's run three 100Ks. He's run five 50Ks. And he's run so many 26Ks. I don't know how many of those he's run, but he runs them all the time. Bob is a runner. And one of the things that he has told me, and one of the things that I've heard before, is that when you run a 26K, that when you hit the 23-mile marker, your body starts shutting down. When you hit the 23-mile marker, your body says you're dying. Now, my body would say that at two-mile marker, but his body says that at 23-mile marker, you feel like your heart is about to explode. You feel like your lungs are about to explode. You can feel your organs burning inside of your body. Your legs start burning, and your body is saying, quit, you're killing us. You know, quit, you're killing yourself. Stop this. And he says the only way to survive the 23-mile marker is that you have to make up your mind mind before the race begins that you're going to finish. If you do not make up your mind before you start on step one, you will give up. Most runners give up at the 23 mile marker and the only runners who finish are those who said, I started this to finish it. I didn't come this far to go back now. I didn't come this far to give up on Jesus. I didn't come this far. The ones who finished the race are those who made up their mind. And he said, if you can push through that 23 mile marker at about 24, because you got another three miles to go or 26.2 miles is the, is the actual race. He said, when you get through the 23, you get what is called the second wind. All of a sudden your body says, well, he's not quitting. I just better give him the energy from the reserves to get him the rest of the way. And all of a sudden he said, you get an energy that kicks in and you don't drag yourself across the finish line. You can sprint across the finish line. And can I tell you, I think the church of the living God, the remnant, the made-up mind, the spirit-filled ones, the ones who've decided to go all the way with Jesus, I think this next revival is the second wind. Hallelujah. I'm ready for the wind to blow again. I think the upper room is in sight. I think something is coming. I can hear it in my spirit. I can see it in my spiritual eyes. When I breathe it in, I smell the Holy Ghost coming. I think we are about to get our second win, and we are going to finish this race from the upper room fire. We're going to finish this race from an upper room power. We will not be found waiting in the corner for Jesus to arrive. We will not be found hidden in a back room like the disciples. No, when he comes, I think he's He's coming for a church on their feet. I think he's coming for an army that's marching. I think he's coming for somebody. He is about to energize us. Some of you won't know what to do with yourself. You say, well, worship is just not in my nature. I'm telling you, it's about to get in your nature. You may not worship in the anointing, but when the glory comes, it's going to turn you every which way but loose, and you won't care who's watching, and you won't care what your neighbor thinks about you. When the 
the glory comes, we are about to get our second win, and I think we are going to finish strong in the end. Everybody shout, finish strong. We're going to finish strong. Say it again. We're going to finish strong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, that's verse 1, but if you keep on going... He also tells you that this cloud of witnesses is the proof that we're going to finish strong. Now, if you look at that verse one, we're surrounded by this cloud of witnesses to really get the full impact of this. And I'm not going to read all of this. You have to back up. You have to take a a sharp left and go back to Hebrews chapter 11. And in Hebrews chapter 11, he tells you about those who died in the faith. Now, that's holding on to the end. He tells you about all of those who died in the faith and some of them not even having received their promise, but embracing it. Oh, if you didn't get your promise, guess what you're coming back you're coming back for a thousand years on this earth to rule and reign that might be when you get that family you wanted that might be when you get that trip you wanted we don't know but you're coming back for a thousand years on this earth he said that some of them confessed that they were just pilgrims and strangers passing through he said but by faith Abraham when he was tested he offered up Isaac and by faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau and by faith no Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. And by faith, they passed through the Red Sea. By faith, they marched around the walls of Jericho till they fell. He said, I don't have time to mention Gideon, Barak, and David, and Samuel. He said in verse 35 of chapter 11 that women received their dead, raised to life again. Some were tortured, not accepting deliverance. They would rather be tortured and go to heaven than than, than deny Christ and live. He said, still others through trials, mocking, scourgings, and chains and imprisoned. Some were stoned and sawn in two, tempted and slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented. And I love verse 38, of whom the world was not worthy. Of whom the world was not worthy because they confessed there is something better than this. They endure all the way to the end and I've got news for you body of Christ our ending is going to be different from that yes some believe that we're going to go through this great season of persecution that's called the tribulation period I'm a pre-tribber myself and I believe I just taught 18 hour course on the systematic study of the rapture I've never been more convinced in the pre-tribulation rapture than I have been in my whole life I hit it from every possible angle and I'm ready to answer it any question you have on it because I'm telling you I believe the trumpet is going to sound and the dead in Christ are going to rise first and we which are alive and remain are going to be caught up together to meet him in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. I think there's only one thing that is going to happen before the rapture and that is revival. I believe that revival is going to come we're going to see more people get saved in a short amount of time than we've ever seen in our lifetime and then we're going to be caught up together to meet with the Lord. I say come on Holy Ghost. I say come on revival. I say I've waited long enough. I feel an anticipation in my spirit about what God is getting 
ready to do on this earth. So he says, well, when you get discouraged, I understand when you get discouraged, think about those, but also look some other place. Verse two, look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured, there it is again, he endured the cross. Did he like it? No, despising the shame. But what was the end result? But now he sit down at the right hand of the throne of God. He said, when you think about quitting, you need to fix your eyes on Jesus. They beat him, but he didn't quit. They betrayed him, but he didn't quit. They plucked his beard, and he didn't quit. They spat in his face, and he didn't quit. They gave him a mock trial, but he didn't quit. They gave him 39 lashes, but he didn't quit. They Every step of the cross, but he didn't quit. Falsely accused, but he didn't quit. Ridiculed, but he didn't quit. Lied on, but he didn't quit. Ostracized, but he didn't quit. Do you think you're in good company now? Oh, you shouldn't quit either. Fix your eyes on Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Now look at what verse 3 says. Still talking about Jesus on the cross. For consider him, speaking of Jesus, who endured, there it is again, somebody shout endured. That's what we have to do. He endured hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your soul, for you have not yet resisted bloodshed striving against sin. So let me, let me do a little poll this morning. Jesus said, now how many of you have been beaten to the point of bloodshed for the gospel yet? There might be one or two in here, but he said, if you hadn't been beaten for the gospel, for if, you, if you have not shed blood yet for the gospel, keep hanging in there because you're in good company. You're in the company of the cloud of witnesses. You're in the company of Jesus. So he's telling us now that we shouldn't get discouraged, but endure. Somebody shout endure one more time. Lost your job? Endure. Somebody died? Horrible, but endure. You, 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 you lost a home? Endure. All of these things are terrible. That doesn't mean any of it's good. I'm not trying to make you feel bad or better. I'm just saying hang in there. The story's not over. Keep pressing on. Your, your story's still being written. Keep, there's a purpose in all of it. God is going to come through. Even those who died in the faith. Lord, I trusted you to the end. Guess what? You're still coming back. You're going to rule and reign with him for a thousand years. Heaven is going to be your home. You're going to be dancing with angels before you know it. Just keep the faith and endure to the end.